In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hear Christ teaching to us through blessed St. Paul in his letter to the Ephesians in chapter 5. Listen to these words. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and submitting to one another in the fear of God. The word of the Lord comes to us today through his teaching with one particular part that we want to explore and really take into ourselves. It's when St. Paul says this, that we are to live in such a way where we redeem the time. Where we live in such a way in order to redeem the time. That begs two questions. Number one, how do we live? Lord, how is it that we live and dwell in and from you that this time that we are in may be redeemed? Secondly, what does it mean to redeem time? What does it mean for time itself to be redeemed? We're going to look at both of these things. I want to start with the blessed teaching of St. Jerome, who spoke directly about this. He said, Christ, the Son of Righteousness, has risen. Therefore, we should arise from the sleep of this age. Walk cautiously and prudently. Cast off folly. Take hold of wisdom. In this way, you'll be able to avoid your life changing to and fro with the experiences of this broken world. And rather, you will find stability even within yourself amid all the constant changes of this life. There are two main exhortations that St. Paul gives the church in our epistle regarding how to live a life to redeem the time. The first thing is this. He says very clearly that we are to live a life that both understands the perfect will of a loving God. But also to live a life that once that will is understood, we submit our lives to it. St. Paul says walk circumspectly. Let me tell you what that means. It means to live carefully in our lives. It means to live intentionally in all that we do so that our life becomes the very statement of our Lord Jesus Christ in Gethsemane when he said to the Father, regardless of what that will was, not my will, but thy will be done. It would be echoed also earlier in his life. Just at the conception, when the Blessed Virgin Mary, upon the announcement of the Archangel Gabriel, hears what God's will is, and what is her blessed response to join her will to His. Be it unto me as you have said. 
My friends, we are to live in this life, in this present darkness, where our lives become an offering to Him that His will be so perfectly done. St. Paul teaches earlier in this chapter, he says, Be imitators of God. Walk in love as God has loved us, and let your life be an offering to Him in this way. We live a life. We live a life as though our life no longer belongs to us, but belongs to God entirely. The wills join together, the will of man and God. St. Paul teaches also earlier in chapter 5 that you were once in darkness, but have now become light through Christ. Therefore, put away the deeds of darkness. You're not of that kingdom any longer. And put on the virtuous works of Christ. And he says these words, finding out, finding out what the acceptable will of God is. And that word, that phrase, finding out, it's not a passive phrase. It means to pursue it. That we pursue God to hear from Him, to learn from Him, to know Him, to seek His ways. We find out, we seek out what the perfect will is, and then we abandon ourselves to it. And if we live a life like that, we will live a life redeeming the time. Because my friends, we are not of this world. We are foreigners. We are aliens to it. And yet we are to live our lives as blessed ambassadors into this world. Think about that term. To be ambassador of the kingdom of light. What's an ambassador? He is one whose citizenship is in one nation. And he represents the entirety of that nation within himself to a foreign nation. You and I are called and graced and filled with the Holy Spirit to take all the things that are in the kingdom of God. And to manifest them, make them real for people to experience in a kingdom of darkness that so desperately is in need of him. In and through our very frail flesh and blood. This is what God has graced us for. And when we live in that manner, we see people, those who God calls to himself and hear that calling and respond, we see them change citizenship. And we see them be filled with the Holy Spirit and become ambassadors into a very, very dark nation. And this brings up the question, what does it mean what does it mean that we are called to redeem the time, to live our lives in a way that redeems the time? For this, we must look to the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. For this is what our Lord Jesus Christ came to do and did. Now, all of us in this room would agree. Our faith tells us that our Lord Jesus Christ was fully human, which means he had a fully human will. He took in the frail human will that we have into himself. And he was also fully divine with a fully divine will, knowing the will of the Father at all times. And what he did within himself all of his days is those two wills were never put asunder. The two wills were forever joined together. What was the result of the two wills being joined together? The kingdom of God drew near to man.
and man experienced it. Man beheld it, and man came into what was being offered. Consider this truth. I want you to think about the life and ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, the things that He done, cons did. Consider this. Everywhere that Christ was, everywhere that Christ went, darkness was turned upon its head and light came into the world. What do I mean? Think about it. Every time Jesus healed, every time Jesus cast out the demonic, every time He raised the dead, every time He fed the hungry, it was an overturning of the results of the fall. Because before the fall, there was no illness. And so when Christ saw it filled with compassion, knowing the distance of the fall, He steps right into it and He bridges the gap and He mends it, making it whole again. When Jesus came across death many times over and even within Himself, death could not hold the ambassador of life, Jesus Christ. And many were raised from the dead, as was He once and for all. Everywhere Jesus went, he was overturning the fall of man. And I tell you this, my friends, that's what it means to redeem the time. You are the body of Christ. It is not a metaphor. Christ lived and did all of these things. The light of God and the kingdom of God came through him to others because of his incredible love. For those that he had come to save. And so now we continue that ministry of reconciling this world back to God. We need to see ourselves the way our Lord has remade us. And let me tell you how he has remade us and how he sees us. He sees every blessed one of you and he sees me. He sees all of us who are filled with His Holy Spirit as vessels who have been remade for the redemption of this age. The redemption of time. The redemption of souls. Bringing those back into the great order of God that was established before the fall. That they might experience all of the blessed benefits therein. I thought about this when, when I, I think of See, Christ seeing us as vessels remade for the redemption of time. I thought about those blessed words that we sing that come from Ezekiel 47 between Easter and Pentecost. When we sing, I beheld water. I beheld water that flowed from the altar of God in His holy temple. And everywhere that water flowed down out from that temple where there was death, life sprung up. Where there was illness, it was healed. This is the vision of Ezekiel back in Ezekiel 47. Everywhere the water of life went that proceeded from the temple, life sprang out of death. And what does Jesus Christ himself say about all of us in his holy gospels? Does he not say that his people would be fountains of what? Living water. Why? Why did he say this? So that everywhere we go, He is. And everywhere we go comes the kingdom of God near to people for their experience. That they might come to repentance, call out to Christ for salvation, and be filled with life Himself through you. 
final question to be asked is this. How do we get there? Number one, you're all on the way. But how do we really get there? And I could tell you a lot of things. And they would be good things I could tell you about certainly remaining in the order of the kingdom of God and the ark of salvation is church. Because Christ has revealed that order for over 2,000 years and kept it. And has filled it with His Holy Spirit. So we follow the Holy Scriptures, the teachings of the church. We attain to the sacraments of life that restore us and bring us life. But I tell you that with all of that being right and true and absolutely necessary, I will tell you one of the most important things in the whole picture. If you want to become a fountain of living water, a vessel through which God redeems the time, then you must become a person of prayer. And I mean, yes, praying the liturgical prayers of the church, and I mean praying beyond. Because the liturgical prayers of the church grant us the framework through which absolute fellowship with God takes place. And it is in that blessed fellowship that we can be about what St. Paul has said. To know, to attain, to pursue God's will. How else are we going to know the will of God but by the teachings of our Lord's church and our time with Him in actual fellowship? That we present ourselves to Him in the times of prayer and we be quiet from time to time in prayer so that we can hear Him, come to know Him, and find out what His directions are. Find out how we may come to an even greater life-giving repentance that we truly are transformed and people see it and experience it. And we go from that time of fellowship just like our Lord did when in the evenings He went away to be with His Father. And he came back to manifest the kingdom the next day. My friends, you have been remade to redeem this age, this time. For Christ has filled you. Let us become a people of prayer. And in Sunday school today, you got my email this week. This is exactly what we're going to focus on. How to fellowship with God. In the liturgical prayers, I pray you will come. Because I tell you this, if this body grows into a people who pray and fellowship with God all the more faithfully, we will see the kingdom of God manifest in this place. So we will be filled with joy at what we see and those redeemed through it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.